0: Talk live once again. We are here on the live Sunday edition of the program. Open phones as it always is with you in the studio tonight. It's Ian,
1: richie Rich, and Melanie.
0: All right. Well, of course, there's coronavirus in the news. I know you guys actually seem to do a—you did a good job trying to find stories that weren't coronavirus. It was rough. Man. I mean,
1: you could debate that because if this is just as people like to say, the cover-up for something else, then anything else else you bring in is just revealing the cover-up, right?
0: Well, I mean, it's going to be hard to avoid this particular topic, especially because there's some pretty big uh, headlines that I didn't get a chance to cover last night about this. One of them is the Justice Department basically looking to uh, gut the Constitution even further and just show their true colors all out, on display for the
2: safety of all
0: americans that's the claim and we'll tell you what they've got planned here uh the toll-free number if you want to join us is eight fifty-five 450 free uh melanie you and i just got back from an event that was probably not likely to violate the new hampshire 50 person no gathering demand by the well, governor we
1: know that it didn't because that's not really a vague standard what do you mean You said it's not likely to have violated. Well,
0: it wasn't likely to have, meaning that I wasn't expecting there to be more than 50 uh, people attending. I don't think we
1: could have. 50 no, people anyway. I was been.
2: hoping there would have been. I didn't I didn't attend cuz I wasn't sure what was going on and no one got
0: The venue's know. too small. It's yeah. not actually designed for 50 people uh to to be in there, but I had announced it and said if we hit 51 people there'd be a special prize okay. for the for whoever, maybe the whole room or maybe just the 51st person to to walk in. Uh but you know, knowing that it wasn't likely to occur. However, uh and and by the way, we're talking about these ridiculous arbitrary restrictions at various different state legislators or governors have uh, handed down. Mostly governors at this point, right? It's like emergency
2: diktats handed down
0: from the authorities. so-called executive orders. you never know
1: how far up they were handed down from
0: either. Sure. Where is this actually being written? You mean- Where is this coming from? From the feds? Or Or the Illuminati or the Bilderbergs. Well, 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 if that were the case, there'd be more uniformity to it.
2: Right. Yeah. No,
1: not necessarily. Because if I here, know, because, no. Because if I know, I can get away with a whole lot more in California, in New York, than I can get away with in New Hampshire. Okay. I'm not going to give that power up in California, in New York, and I don't necessarily want civil unrest in New Hampshire. So okay. I'm going to do what I know I can do.
0: Well, plus if they were Fair all enough. the same, then somebody would figure out that there was some 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 other source. Ah, if but it co- was all. Does identical. anybody care
2: to stop it though? Right. This is the one thing that I, I really enjoy about being in New Hampshire now. Mm-hmm. Right, is every place else people are cheering on the state, right? Like, yes, lock them out, close the borders. We don't want people coming in. And New Hampshire's like, yeah, we're just going to file a lawsuit and tell the governor it's unconstitutional. Which failed, right? But at least someone tried. At right? least at someone least, tried. At yeah. least there was some pushback, right? I moved to the free for the Free State Project and the the uh, the, the freedom migration, right, for this purpose to protest this type of nonsense.
0: Right, so, me too. And I don't like being told what to do. Um, I don't believe the government. So when the government people are telling me that my life is in jeopardy, I don't believe them. Uh, They didn't
1: even technically say that. They just kind of really, really tried to make it sound that way.
0: Well, I mean, they certainly want you to be afraid of coronavirus. There's a lot of fear out there. The media is peddling that fear as hard and, uh, you know, as deep as they possibly can. They want people to be afraid. They want you to tune in for another segment of the news past the commercials so you can see all their advertisers. Uh, That's what this is, you know, all about. The government, of course, wants you to be afraid, so you will accept their total diktats and their total rule over your life, telling you that you can't go to work anymore, telling you that you can't go out and see other people uh, anymore. That if you do go out, that you have to stay six feet away, as they have now demanded in the state of New Jersey. As of last night, New Jersey going into 24-hour lockdown mode, including uh, banning people from being closer than six feet. To and one no matter
2: another. how it turns out, they're going to declare victory. Right, sure. If, if there's not yeah. one more single case, they will say it's because we quarantined mm-hmm. everybody. And if they're if the cases uh, mount even further, they're going to cr- they'll just know. say it would
0: have been worse. It without would them. it
2: would have been worse, and they're going to yeah. crack down even further. Right. The the, the 24 hour New Jersey thing will be nationwide at that point. Well, it's also
0: California. It's also New York. It's also Illinois. Now, I don't know if other states have joined yet. Uh, I suspect they will eventually. I heard that Denver, the city of Denver, has put in a lockdown status as well. If you want to update us on how, you know, what's going on, where you are, you're welcome to join in. The toll free number here is 855-450-FREE. But we got together today. Uh, Richie, you would have come, but you didn't know where it was. Right. That was part of it. Yeah. And so but you're maybe you're going to come next week. And so we got together. We had a Bitcoin meetup slash libertarian social meetup. Normally we have our libertarian social gathering on Sunday evenings right before the show. And so we and had the to Bitcoin
2: meetup is usually before
0: the regular social gathering a little bit. So I heard about the Bitcoin
2: meetup. Yeah. I don't usually attend that one, which is why
0: it was like we just wow. had it all at the same time today okay. because what, you know that's what everybody me. wanted to talk about coronavirus. And uh, really? Captain Kickass brought Coronas with him, by the way. So we <laughs> had actual Coronas with limes and everything, like the real deal. Uh, and then Lord Porcupine showed up from the Discord chat room. He also brought a box of Coronas. Not nice. having didn't know didn't know that Captain Kickass was going to be doing that. So we had ourselves a nice little Corona party. We had 16 people attend, which would have been illegal in a lot of states. So like Wisconsin and a bunch of other states, you can't have more than 10 people uh, gathering here in New Hampshire. The governor set the limit at 50. So we weren't able to, to crack that one. But the, the good news was I kind of expected there was a chance that like keen police would be positioned across the street with like a pair of binoculars. Okay. You know, watching the front door to count how Checking many people are going in.
1: Maybe they just didn't want to deal with us. And that's why New Hampshire did 50. Like, all right, I think these people can get 10 people. <laughs> so we're not going to do 10 like everybody right. else. I don't think we, they can get 50. We I know don't feel only like 10 to 11. 12
0: show up at their regular game. Right, right. And, and so, you, you know, that may have been a factor. I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, probably. Not, they arbitrarily but... make make these decisions. What are their, you know, their rationale for, uh, for doing these things? But uh, if you want to jump in, like I said, 855, 450 free. So we had a nice time. It was nice to actually, like, be around people. I mean, I'm not the most social of, of animals. Like, I, yeah. I'm more social now than I was when I lived in Florida because of all the activist things that we can do and we can get together with people who are uh, like-minded. But I do appreciate, you know, being around other folks. And uh, when you are not, it's not cool. Like, it's, it's torture for people. Like, when you talk about social... Um, uh, when you talk about solitary confinement,
1: it's considered a human rights violation everywhere it, other yeah. than the U.S.
0: It's considered torture. That's the yeah. violation of the of the person's rights is that you've dis- you've distanced them from social interaction, and they don't have anyone they can interact with for twenty four hours out of twenty four hours. They might let them out of the cell to walk around an empty cell block one hour a day, and then there's somebody that delivers their meal through a slot, you know, three times a day. Otherwise, that's the only contact they get uh, with uh, with a human being. And that is considered to be torture. And I think that what we've got going on here is a very scary um, situation where people are being told that the new normal is this social distancing, which means you cannot get closer than six feet to another human being wherever possible was what the New Jersey governor's order said. So it didn't it it did leave a little leeway for like if you're walking down a sidewalk you know, you're not expected to run out into traffic to try to get away from the person on the other side of the sidewalk. So there was a, a little bit of leeway in yeah. that And statement. I think they're
1: leaving grocery stores open. So like, are yes. these lines going to look really weird, like one person every six, six feet. feet in line?
0: Yeah. Well, that's what they wanted at the uh, post office. I was in the post office this week and there's a sign up encouraging people to stay six feet away from the person in line in front of you. I don't
1: think you. most people have a working concept of how far six feet
0: is i think they do because uh a woman stepped away when i when i kind of got into line she thought i was too close and i I wasn't purposefully trying to get close to her or anything like that so here's
2: the bizarre thing with that right everyone wants to be six feet away Mm -hmm. businesses are cutting hours the bank that i would normally go to to make my business deposit compress their hours to like the middle of the day are they even letting
0: people in because uh, in most banks, it's drive through only now. I don't know.
2: They yeah. might be drive through only, but the, the hours are compressed. Like, I went to Best Buy to buy a video yep. game. The hours are compressed, right? The grocery stores, supermarkets, the hours are compressed.
0: Yep. Walmart's no longer 24-hour. Right.
2: But what that means is everyone who would ordinarily shop there now has to show up in at these the compressed time, hours. So there's more people. So there's more people there at any right. given time.
0: Uh, if you want to join us here, 855-450-FREE. So my concern here is that if this becomes protracted, and that's what some people are saying, you know, some some of the government goons are claiming this could be months long, 18 months has been bandied about, uh, that's going to change how people behave. And it's going to distance people from one another. And I think that's a real problem. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I'm I, really concerned for what that's going to mean for the future of humanity. If you want to jump in, 855-450-FREE. What's the Justice Department one out of all this? Well, more power. free talk live live sunday edition you may join us here the toll-free number is 855-450-free-like freedom that's 855-450-3733 we have the discord call in line rooms they're over at discord.lrn.fm you can interact with other free talk live listeners there and they are there pretty much around the clock so head on over there whenever you feel like talking to other people that care about freedom or a bunch of trolls because there's a lot of trolls in the, uh, the Discord as well. That can be fun in Discord. Yeah, they are Online, fun. That's okay. They are fun. Uh, with you tonight, it's Ian Richie Rich and Melanie. We're talking about, of course, the uh, the madness surrounding this coronavirus, which is, uh, in my opinion, again, way overblown. And of course, the response is what's going to do the most damage. It's going to do a lot of economic damage. Already has begun here in New Hampshire. We are now finishing our first week of no eating inside restaurants, no going inside bars. And many of these uh, bars, the local one that I go to that takes cryptocurrency here in the area, says they're only getting like four to five orders a day. So people obviously still need to eat. But what's happening, I think, is that you know there's a chance they're losing their jobs real soon. So they're not going to be going out to eat. They're not going to be going out to take out takeout. They're not going to order on uh from these these local businesses when they could just go and get some cheap food from the grocery store and
1: well maybe you can <laughs> there's
0: plenty of food in the grocery stores here now i don't know about new york city i imagine it's uh, it's a nightmare in big cities like that to try to find some food in the grocery store but uh, i've been to local grocers over the last week i went to one of them yesterday uh and there was plenty of food on the shelves there so that's so not a problem it's well,
2: not manchester
1: just food on the not.
2: shelves
0: go ahead
1: manchester is a little bit different than- okay
2: so I was I was talking to one of my I might have a regular job aside, you know, from mm-hmm. this and I was talking to one of my customers because he buys a lot of like prepared food. Right. And I was like with all the Meaning restaurants. going to restaurants? Going to restaurants. Mm. Yeah, because he's you know, he's a he's a trucker. So he's on the road sure. a lot. So trucks stop, whatever diners, you know, whatever takeout places. And like so with all the restaurants closed, like what are you doing for food? Because obviously you don't have like, you know, you're not preparing your own food in a kitchen. You're on the road. He's like, well, he went to like, you know, Market Basket, the local grocery store, and using that, their prepared food section, like the delis, to get foods too. So that's an option. So that's an option, right? But what happens when there's a run on that? Because they don't make as much food as the restaurants do either.
0: Well, they're, of course looking to hire a lot of these yeah. places. Uh, Walmarts and Amazons and grocers are looking to uh, to bring people on. And that's a good thing because there's going to be people looking for work yep. real soon. A lot of people are already out of work. Uh, some people still have their jobs but aren't being given hours so you know what's the difference between that and being fired is just the hope that they'll bring you back in a few weeks uh we're gonna go to your phone calls and thoughts and we'll tell you about what's going on with the justice department demanding indefinite detention powers among other things we're seeing courtrooms uh closing to the public we're seeing city council meetings closing to the public all these government Things that were used to being open to the public are now no longer. Shady
2: backdoor dealings are now the norm.
0: Yeah, so we're going to go to your calls and thoughts, though, first. Eddie's in Virginia listening to WNIS. Go ahead, Eddie. You're on Free Talk Live.
3: Hey, guys. I just wanted
4: to point out that uh, everybody knows that the past swine flu and the influenza that's running around has already killed thousands more people than what the coronary virus has done. And... In the same process, the government has grabbed the hold of all our freedoms.
2: Well, yes. see, and that's what I'm saying. So they will claim that that's the case because they quarantine. They got to this early. They shut it down. So when those numbers don't reach swine flu or bird flu mm-hmm. or influenza, right, they'll take credit and say it was because of the quarantine, right. because of the shut, because of their actions to shut everything down, why they saved all the, all those lives.
4: Right. And in the meantime, they're trying to take away your right to conceal weapon applications. They're not prosecuting criminals for uh, burglary in Philadelphia and things like that. So, you know, it's going to it's going to introduce mayhem. And then uh, the martial law
5: comes along.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not far away from martial law at this point. I've heard that uh, national guardsmen have been mobilized yep. in many states. Now, that's not technically the military, but it kind of is the military. So, like, a branch of the military. You know, where do you draw the Let's lines here? Go ahead.
3: Let's hope that the national guard or uh, most
4: of them are people just like me and you. You know what I mean. I don't
2: yeah. think that's the case.
0: Most of them are going to do what they're told.
2: Yep. I had a, a friend of mine when he had he was younger than me. And he had just joined the National Guard, and I was, you know, the, the freedom-minded individual. Mm-hmm. I said, what happens when you're standing across from me? Because you're going to be fighting for the state. I'm going to be fighting for my freedom. Like, are you going to fire on me? And his answer was, if they
6: order me to. Yeah, that's yeah. what they'll do. That's what
2: Eddie, do.
0: thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate your concerns. Appreciate your thoughts. Let's talk to Chris. He's in Georgia. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hello. Hi, Chris. How are you guys? Good. You're on the air. Uh, hey, uh.
3: Good evening. I'm a truck driver. Thank you. And I've, uh, I've realized that there's a lot of, a lot of good sentiment and there's a lot of nice things that people, people realize that all the truck drivers are bringing, bringing the goods to the shelf. Um, but out here on the road, we're, we're losing our, uh, we don't have like human level treatment at, at either end of our job.
0: What do you mean by that? We can
3: no longer. We can't use indoor bathrooms at the at the shipping centers. We can't.
2: because they're keeping you out. Because you're not an employee.
0: Wait, you can't even go if you're. Hold on. Are you saying if you're going to uh like a warehouse to move to get some freight, they won't even let you in to use the bathroom?
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) At uh, that's ridiculous. Pepsi Cola, in at Pepsi Cola in Indianapolis, they have three uh, portable outhouses. Wow. Now, uh, uh, a portable outhouse only serves 10 persons per day. So that means that they're only expecting 30 people to show up. And there's me and 150 other truck drivers mm-hmm. that are bringing goods in and out per 24-hour cycle. They only clean these things every. At, at least once a week.
7: Jesus! Wow. Um,
3: we're we're losing our right to be treated like human beings. We're on on one end. We're being uh, we're being recognized because we're still out here on the road. You guys are doing the, the work board. that
0: it's it's going to take to keep people fed. Yeah. I mean, you guys are are the are real American heroes. Uh, and so I want to say thank you for your service. Uh, what about the truck stops? Are they still letting you use the bathroom? Yes. Uh, okay. Bathroom shower, yes. Good. Good. I would uh, say
2: strike and shut it all down until you start getting
0: treated with respect. No. No, no well then no. they'll be looked at as the enemy. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's well, there's also uh there's a lot of uh fresh young immigrants who don't have the same mentality who would gladly jump up and and take
0: take the job. Better-paying job. Well, then, what uh, I would do is I, I'd be like, "Well, look, if you guys won't let me use the bathroom, I'll just go right over here outside. You know, just go by, you know back well, behind the, the building." Then you're on the
2: sex offender registry <laughs> when they call the cops for <laughs> indecent exposure.
3: Uh, well they they have they have cameraed up at every place across I bet. the. I bet. That's food safety.
0: Chris, thanks for sharing the frustration with us tonight, man. I appreciate your efforts. I appreciate you being out there, man. Thank you for the call, and feel free to you know call us again anytime. There's an update from on the road. Uh, definitely appreciate hearing from you. That's Chris. He's a trucker, professional driver, calling us from Georgia. You can dial in here toll free as well. Our numbers eight fifty five 450 free Let the man in. Let him go. Let him go to the bathroom. It's just you know, it's if you're worried about it, then bring in the Lysol afterwards. Okay? It's free talk live.
8: The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org.
0: Talk live, dial in toll free. You can share your thoughts with us. We're here live on Sunday as we always are. The toll free number is 855 450 free like freedom. That's 855 450 3733. Would you like more businesses accepting cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, Cash, and Dash? Well, with AnyPay, you can earn passive income now for helping local businesses get set up with crypto acceptance through AnyPay. What you do is you download the AnyPay Cash Register app on your device, set it up for yourself, put in your cryptocurrency wallet addresses in the back end, test it out, try it out, see what it's like, get a feel for how the thing works. And then, when you're comfortable with it, you can install it at a real-life business and let AnyPay know what you did. And then you get a financial incentive uh, after that, you get paid every time somebody spends Bitcoin Cash or Dash at the business you set up. But you got to let them know that you did it over at AnyPayInc.com. That's AnyPayInc. AnyPayInc.com. We go back to your calls and thoughts. Coming up, the Justice Department looking for more power to so called fight coronavirus. Huh? How exactly is the Justice Department going to fight coronavirus? It's just a raw power grab. We'll tell you about what they're doing. Uh, but first, Randy in Indiana listening to WCSI in Columbus. Go ahead, Randy.
9: Hey, appreciate you guys broadcast. Sure, um, I haven't heard. I'll just be honest here. I haven't heard anybody. Maybe I don't tune in uh, all all the time on Sunday evening here, but uh, I haven't heard anybody talking like you guys. It, it's just really refreshing. Um,
0: Thank you. Yeah, I, I imagine talk. most people are saying, "Do what you're told, hunker down, all obey." Right. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, listen, keep up the good work, and and if I wanted
9: to contribute to you guys' broadcast, I'm sure it costs money. How would I do that?
0: Um, You could join the AMP program at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. We have a $5 a month thing. You can do credit card or PayPal. Um, But, uh, yeah, I appreciate you being out there, Randy. Tell me, what are you experiencing there in Indiana? I mean, what's what's happening around you? It's just... it it sounds
9: the same. Where there, I mean, we just went, got in the car and drove around. And streets are bare; nobody on the streets. Um, I saw a guy with two of his boys out walking on the sidewalk. It's just like a ghost town around here. I mean, just probably like everywhere else. Do they have the same restrictions
0: is- on restaurants and bars? You can't go out to eat anymore. Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah. and oh, also, yeah. Uh, let's see, what else did they do in in a lot of places? Uh, are there any curfews or anything like that? Or have you guys not seen that yet?
9: Uh, we haven't seen that yet. I'm okay. I'm just waiting. That's what I thought actually. President Trump was going to say this afternoon was you know something like the whole country now is on lockdown and the national Guard's going to enforce this. Okay. I have heard where somebody it was my daughter yesterday actually said that they're only going to allow like at Sam's Club ten people in at a time. <laughs> that's and ridiculous. The police are going to enforce <laughs> it.
2: The police are going to how wow. in the world? You could social so anyway, distance between an aisle in Sam's Club. That, yeah, that's insane. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Although that's not that's Listen, not unheard of, I did I forget which state it was, but they were saying that – I think it was Massachusetts actually when Massachusetts put in their twenty five person gathering limit, they actually the governor actually had the gall to claim that it would apply to businesses, which at a store like Sam's Club, you've got at least twenty five people working in the store, yeah. uh, so you know it's just absolutely absurd, and it it ignores the individual's volition and the right to make a decision for yourself. If I want to take a risk and go out, and be around other people, I should be free to take that risk, and so should everyone else. Uh, But it's just so sad to see people so cowed and so obedient to authority, so-called authority. These are just other human beings wearing fancy badges and uh, costumes and and hats. And uh, what do they really know anyway? They're a bunch of politicians. They're lying. They're scum. Uh, Most people would generally understand that when a politician's lips are moving, they're lying. What makes them think that all of a sudden they're telling the truth now?
9: Well, you know, Greg Pence is, is uh, Mike Pence's brother here, and he's actually uh, the representative for our sixth district here in Columbus. And every report I see from him, in fact, I'm a veteran, and I contacted him the other day. I doubt whether I'll ever hear back from him. He, he, to me, he's just he's just part of the problem. He's part of the swamp, just like all the rest yep. of them. I hate to say that, but it's true. Listen, let me just make a couple comments real quick on the office. Um, I think I had this virus back in December. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have bronchitis, which is an underlying condition. Um, I had pain in my chest, persistent cough that lasted for four weeks. I had mm-hmm. fever. Um, and since it was a virus, you know, there's nothing, you can just kind of have to write it out. And uh, But five weeks later after it, I got better. But just a couple of comments. Yeah. Um, Bill Gates talked about this uh, a virus to come back at a forum five years ago. I, I saw that on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Um, I don't know what no. the what it is, if there's much truth I to see the headline on a
2: conspiracy site. That's about it. Yeah.
9: Anyway, but from a religious viewpoint, I told your call screener, I was going to throw this in here. I've been studying prophecy for about 35 years. Um, used to be a minister, not active minister anymore. but. Matthew 24 speaks of pestilences in the last days. And that word pestilence in the King James Version means diseases. And, you know, I thought, we can't go here, we can't do that, you can't do this. I mean, constitutional malfeasance, it's just, it's just all it is. But what, what happens when they tell us, um, okay, you have to take this mark of the beast to buy or sell? I think people are just going to fall for it. They'll just fall in lockstep just like they do now and i think that day's coming i think it's nearer than we think
0: randy but, i want to thank comment. you for your call and okay. thoughts tonight welcome to the show hope to hear from you again thank you uh toll free number here 855 450 free that's 855 450 3733 i mean uh, you know i don't i may not subscribe to the to the same religious beliefs as randy but they're definitely pushing getting away from cash as far as, you know, spending in the yeah, marketplace. Yeah, that's
1: the end goal here. I've seen ridiculous articles of, oh, the coronavirus is spread through cash. I'm like, this is not news. How is this different than any other microorganism? It's like not. It's just a ridiculous...
0: It's not it's just another They're just
2: making it sound more deadly than yeah. all those other microorganisms.
1: And they
0: want you to believe that it's more deadly and the numbers that they're promoting they could sound like it's more deadly for elderly people, but how can you really believe what the government says anyway? But even the numbers they are promoting still aren't even anywhere near what the flu kills every single year in just the united states like globally coronavirus hasn't even come close to reaching flu numbers in in the united states of course the other conspiracy is that oh well the government's trying to keep the numbers low to keep people from panicking maybe so i uh, yeah who knows what the actual truth is
1: locking everyone in their house to let them worry about it all day is not a great way to keep people from panicking
0: that's also right. a health detriment.
1: to panic yeah yeah being it locked is. In, in your home for multiple reasons right. yes
2: Hel- helping helping your immune system, right? Vitamin C, vitamin D. Got to go right? out, get some you gotta sunlight. Got to go out and get some sunlight. Yep. right. Going out, get you exercise. Yep. Gyms are closed. Uh, our residence gym at my facility is closed, so I haven't, you know, I haven't gone to to, to work out in a few days. Are
1: they going to give you a uh, rent credit for that? Because it seems kind of screwed up. I thought
2: about asking for it. I, have, I have, I'm not uh, making
0: waves at this point. But, Speaking of going out for exercise, uh, go ahead with the. Oh, I was going to say, point. but that's
2: that's the thing. But exercise. Right, exercise, vitamins, you know, a healthy diet is good for your immune system. Being locked in the house, not getting exercise, not getting sunlight, eating whatever, you know, packaged food you got at the off the grocery store, you know, shelf for the lockdown, right? Probably not the best thing for your health. And that's what they're advocating for. They're advocating on you being unhealthy through this epidemic or pandemic or whatever you want to call it. And it's just, it's not wise to take that advice. If you want to be healthy through it, right? right, you got to go out and exercise.
0: So apparently, the uh, the mayor of New York, De Blasio, was speaking today, and in one of our local Telegram chat rooms, where activists kind of you know chat about things here in Keene, uh, one of our guys says he's watching De Blasio live. It's surreal. "Quote: When we're saying you can go out for some exercise, we're not saying you can linger, and we're going to enforce this new reality." So in the lockdown states like new york and new jersey one of the reasons you're allowed to go outside besides to go to the store and to you know do some sort of an emergency thing or whatever is to get exercise but now he's saying you can't linger so you rest that after your mile a a a cop who's going to
1: look at you and be like this speed of walking is exercise and this speed of walking is lingering
0: you're resting for too long Yeah, yeah you know you've gone one direction you're taking a break chatting with a guy on the other side of his fence illegal you're going to jail ridiculous uh yeah it's really really scary stuff the toll-free number here is 855 450 free and then there's also this social ostracism going on this uh quarantine what do they call it quarantine Uh, i forget we'll find it later but uh people are people who are in favor of the government Quarantine shaming yeah that's it quarantine shaming are shaming those who are like yeah i just want to go and live like i used to we're coming up it's free talk live free talk live the live sunday edition of the show dial in toll free and bring up anything that you want our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733 with you tonight, Ian. Richard, Rich. And Melanie. The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In a few taps, you'll be able to spend, store, earn, and exchange digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send money around the globe in only a swipe and instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and fiat currencies like the dollar ...in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. There's no need to wait, though, as Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with their multi-tiered masternodes, allowing anyone to earn by supporting the Divi network. With the new Divi wallet launches because of Divi's relationship with Western Union, Divi will be in 200 countries, including the United States. You can learn more at DiviProject.org. That's divi Project.org. Here is the story that I wanted to share with you. Last night... Uh, But there's just so much to cover with this COVID-19 coronavirus insanity crackdown on our freedoms. And it's not getting better over time, at least not over the last few weeks.
2: That's the interesting part. There's a lot of stories covering the implications of the virus now. It's less like how damaging the virus could be and what the reaction, the reaction, the state's response to it and how that affects the people.
0: Yep. And here's the latest. Uh, This from Reason.com citing Politico reporting the Justice Department is using COVID-19, the outbreak to press for sweeping new powers that include being able to detain Americans indefinitely without trial. The department is asking Congress to allow the U.S. Attorney General to ask courts to suspend court proceedings. These include, quote, any statutes or rules of procedure otherwise affecting pre-arrest, post-arrest, pre-trial, trial, and post-trial procedures in criminal and juvenile proceedings, and all civil process and proceedings. Uh, unquote reports Betsy Woodruff Swan, or Swan, citing. DOJ documents presented to Congress. In other words, the Justice Department would be able to postpone trials, hearings, and other procedural steps that follow an arrest. That represents a potentially huge violation of the constitutional right to a speedy trial. Now, I will add this that here in New Hampshire, they've already canceled the next two months of jury trials. So if you had a trial you were expecting to happen this month or next month, sorry. Yeah,
1: I wonder what that'll do for pleaders. Plea deals from, for misdemeanors.
0: Meaning you think that will increase the plea deals? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because if, if being, you already if did the held, time. Well, yeah. most people aren't even going <laughs> like, to be, most people take plea deals already. Because uh, I go out and I do jury outreach here in Keene every single month. It's some of the activism I've been doing for the last decade here. Um, and it's more like four or three months out of the year that they actually have jury trials. Okay. Most months, they just don't have anyone going to trial.
2: So my, I, fortunately I don't have any experience with the New Hampshire justice system yet. Hopefully that'll yeah, sure. stay. That's good. Um, but my experience with the Hawaii system where I moved from the, the way that they get around the speedy trial requirement mm-hmm. is the court appointed public attorney at the public defender's office is always booked, right? So you go in for your arraignment and you go like, no, not guilty. I want, you know, I want my, I want my attorney. You can't even get an appointment with the public defender's office mm-hmm. until after your speedy trial mandate.
0: Wow. So you have so, to waive the speedy trial?
2: So you either waive the speedy trial or you have to show up on the on the court date and handle it yourself. Your own
0: attorney or do it yourself. Or do it yourself. Yeah.
2: So everyone who wants the public defender waives, push them back. The, push, waives the speedy trial mandate in Makes order sense. to get the appointment. And then everything gets pushed out further from there.
0: So they've already put in restrictions here in New Hampshire as far as pushing trials back. Now, of course, they're going to tell you that a speedy trial means at least six months. There's not any such such thing as like an actual speedy trial. Usually, yeah. even if you've been waiting for eight months, they're usually like, yeah, that's speedy. That's fine. Uh, but now they're talking about completely just getting away from that entirely. Here, the powers would apply, quote, whenever the district court is fully or partially closed by virtue of any natural disaster, civil disobedience, or other emergency situation, she writes, and would remain in place, quote, for one year following the end of the national emergency. So anytime they have a national emergency, they can go into this this mode of basically suspending all your so-called constitutional rights. And if a cold
1: is a national emergency, Anything then- is. Any, They can just declare a national emergency, whatever they
2: want. right? And then Congress will renew the National Emergency Act year upon year. Which when they, they do vote. anyway. Right.
0: We're, we're under a state of emergency in the United States, according to them, for probably as long as we've all been alive and our grandparents. Yeah. Because they, they constantly declare states of emergency and they never undeclare them. Right. That's what I'm saying.
2: So it's just yeah. a perpetual state of emergency in which you never get your rights back.
0: Uh, by the way, there was also another story about the local folks here in New Hampshire who had challenged, in court, the governor's ban on over 50 people gathering in one place. They ended up losing that trial uh, at the, I think it was a district court or superior court level here in New Hampshire. But one of the interesting notes on that story was the trial was not open to the public. It was supposedly broadcast available online because the News Channel 9, which is WMUR in Manchester, was able to view it through that whatever means it was that they used so there was some sort of way that the news media was able to watch it but i don't know if the average person could go and 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 access like some that sort of closed circuit feed i don't know to the news channel. Yeah. i don't know and i don't think that would hold up either if you were if you're trying to tell me that now all of a sudden what used to be a public trial meaning that anyone from the the public could go in there and sit down and watch that it's now public because it's being broadcast on the internet. What about people who don't have internet access?
2: Well, if it's a TV station, then maybe they should broadcast that publicly as well, right? Like they're not going to do that. It's not, not, not their life. It's not their responsibility.
0: Right. But what about people who don't have the internet? What about people who are too poor? Sorry, right? get with the times. Well, that's the thing. I think that there's a discrimination, you know, lawsuit waiting to happen there.
1: Yeah, there's there's not really economic discrimination. You, you I think you have an argument for public trial that it has to be actually public, not just broadcast. Yeah. But there there's no such thing legally as economic discrimination. Well, even a and lot of, I don't disagree with that.
2: Even a lot of public notices, right? The the requirement is publish it in the local newspaper, right? Which is a paid for service. So if you don't want if you don't subscribe to the newspaper mm-hmm. or you don't want to purchase the newspaper,
0: then you miss out you don't on see public them. notice. Well usually they have to post them in another place, don't they? Like on like a poster board or something at Do the they? city hall. Okay. I don't know. Could I be. don't know. Uh, it probably differs by the state. But perhaps the Justice Department is attempting to find out whether there are any libertarians in a pandemic. The right to see a judge and seek release from detention after an arrest known as habeas corpus in legal land is one of the fundamental building blocks of a democratic society, one in which the state cannot deprive individuals of their freedom without due process. The times in American history when that right has been suspended or circumvented are some of the darkest. We should not be seeking to repeat them. Scott Bullock, president and general counsel for the Institute for Justice, a libertarian law firm, says, quote, The DOJ proposal is deeply troubling and would raise a whole host of constitutional concerns. History demonstrates again and again that governments use a crisis to expand power and violate vital constitutional principles. And when the supposed emergency is over, the expanded powers often become Permanent, and this is a refrain that uh, we're going to come back to again and again. Ron Paul pointed out in his article this week about the Corona, what he called the coronavirus hoax, uh, which he wasn't saying the virus was a fake. He was just saying right. that the government's using it as an excuse to expand their powers. Absolutely, and they definitely are. Clark Neely, vice president at Cato Institute, says the Justice Department should not be trusted with more expansive powers. Quote, if history is any indication, it's a near certainty these powers will be abused and that the DOJ will try to hide those abuses when they occur. This is simply not an agency that has earned the kind of trust implied by these requests for increased authority and discretion.
2: Unquote. And with no pushback, it becomes the new norm. That's right. Within a couple years, people just assume that it's always been that way. And on we go.
0: It's also unclear how allowing indefinite detention would help fight the coronavirus outbreak. It seems more likely the DOJ is learning from members of Congress and the president that the crisis provides it a convenient excuse to ask for things it already wanted in the first place. Representative Justin Amash wrote on Twitter that Congress must loudly reply no. So we will see uh, what goes on here, and it's hard to be optimistic in this circumstance and
2: congress isn't going to reply no they're going to pass a bill and sneak in their special programs and was it pork belly stuff is that Mm -hmm. the, the term and pass that too right it's just more stuff for them less freedom for the individual and the cycle continues
0: yep and where is this all going to end up uh what's this society going to look like three six nine months from now a year from now i i don't know and it's it's frustrating because, you know, to look around and see how people are behaving, so obedient, doing exactly what they're told, shutting down their businesses, just destroying their livelihoods. That's bizarre
2: too, right? Cuz if you shut down, you're going to end up selling or going bankrupt. Right? right. If you especially if you're a liberty-oriented business, right? This this would be this is a chance to protest that, stay open, make them shut you down. Right, make they, them. In force some cases, head. they
0: will. We read a story last night in Cincinnati about a bar that uh, restaurant bar that had stayed open. Uh, they got raided, multiple arrests, and then the cops came out with a construction guy and told him to board up the the windows, board up the doors, break it down. That's a great idea. Yeah. Well, because the point is, like, if you're going to lose your business anyway because you don't have any revenue coming you in, you might yep. as
1: well do it the hard way.
0: Yeah. Why not let them make you go out of business? Yeah. Make a a show out of it. Have plenty of cameras around. Take a Yeah. Uh, The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM-HOUR.
8: Number two is next. You can join us on the radio. Remember when you first heard about Bitcoin? How long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world? Do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner? Well, now is your chance to be part of the next revolution in money. Intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. Bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system, the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block. And that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture, one that's as secure as Bitcoin while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more and maybe pick up some of those coins for yourself.
0: Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Inviting you to join us here. We launch into the second hour of the program. We've got plenty of time. If you want to join uh, phones, you can. The number is 855-450-FREE. It's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian, Richard Rich, and Melanie. As we continue, we will take your calls and thoughts. Also, the Discord call-in line rooms are open and available to you over at discord.lrn.fm. So hop into one of those, and we'll get you on the air. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us to the phones and to the fun We've been talking, of course, about the coronavirus response, the crackdown on freedom, the crackdown on your freedom to do business, the crackdown on your freedom to associate, the crackdown on your freedom to assemble. And we're going to see more of it coming soon. The supposed public trials being closed Making it so you can't even go to a city council meeting here in Keene uh, this week in New Hampshire where we do this show from. They had a, their first crack at an online city council meeting. So you can no longer go and watch these people in person do their evil deeds now you have to have the right browser set up. Now you have to have the right plugins. Now so you have Internet to, Explorer with Flash. You have to I don't know, I didn't try, <laughs> right? Like, well yeah, government websites are
1: good for that. Like, okay, you need the nineteen ninety eight version of only right. Internet Explorer and it has to have this obscure plugin. This will only, only run on, on, on Windows M E.
0: This we promise this plugin won't give us a backdoor into your computer. Sure, just yeah. trust the government plug in. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's changing, and it's changing very rapidly and, and not in a good way. Let's uh, continue, though, with your calls and thoughts. Robert is in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Robert.
10: Hello, sir. How are you? This
0: Hi. Is... Good. You're on the air.
10: Good. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that I had the experience of giving up a business in Germany to move quickly to the United States to make sure that my mom was okay. And the most important things that you have to consider when you're giving up a business and you don't even have time to sell it, sell everything is get somebody else quickly assign everything over to them get them to sell everything you've got over there and then come over here and quickly try to try to uh, connect with um people who could uh, help you when you get to the point of running out of money which will eventually happen if you were in a case situation like mine i was a technical translator over there at, um, and and that business doesn't exist here in charleston are you just I'm talking really, about like um, asset
2: liquidation or
10: well, no, to liquidate your, your office equipment and that kind of thing, I didn't have any any substantial assets of of, of any other kind. Right. I'm not sure. Why are
0: you off. bringing? I mean, you're certainly welcome to talk about your own experience, but are you saying that this is somehow relevant to what's going on today? Because it doesn't seem like it is. Because if you try to well, sell I'm your business kidding. now, there's no one who's going to want to buy it because they can't legally run it either. Everyone's shut down.
2: Unless they're going to convert well, got, the, the building I, I, itself I, I, into I, something we're using. I
10: couldn't run my business in Germany anymore either because I was three thousand miles away, and 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 the business that business doesn't. Exist here so i had to completely try to do something else but yeah. i had i had a problem I, that
1: i i i feel like i I'm need to point out i don't know what the law in germany is but if you're in the u.s piecing out and liquidating all the assets might not be your best move even if you need it to was, shut the business down yeah. I, germany, yeah. germany, yeah. germany it might be different right? but I, i'm just what like is it like
2: legally speaking up. or from like a financial perspective either what is the
0: best uh move do you think in that circumstance
1: I I can't make a blanket statement for all businesses, but Mm -hmm. I could see some problems doing that in the U S that might be perfectly fine in Germany. What kind of
0: problem? Like, what do you mean?
1: I mean, so you still probably have like contracts and liabilities and
0: you're still obligated to those contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Robert, for your call tonight. As we continue, we've got mortified penguin. He's on the line in Virginia. You're on free talk live on our discord server. Go ahead.
11: Yeah. I wanted to talk about the response to The, um, the coronavirus um, flu thing, and yeah. Um, yeah. kind of my thoughts about w- what they're doing in response to, with these um, with these bailouts. I mean, you know, and, you know, obviously, in, in principle, um, from a libertarian perspective, we don't uh, want people to subsist off of checks from the government for all sorts of reasons. Uh, but I think think it goes out the window once we're when we're in this massive. Response, which is you know being spearheaded I, by the government.
1: I agree with that to some extent. So I have no ill will whatsoever. So like for example, in New Hampshire, the government, the governor, in overnight was like, okay, it's this time and afternoon, starting at midnight, ten percent of the population, you're fired, and that doesn't count owners and managers. You're talking
0: about the bars and restaurants, restrictions? yeah, and that's
1: just them. Plus, you know, all the and that's just like direct, you're fired, not the other consequences of it. I don't know that you could absorb a, a shock like that naturally, because you're not going to get a shock like that naturally. If a waiter goes out and collects unemployment, I have absolutely no ill will t- towards that.
0: Well, they paid into yeah. it. Yeah,
11: yeah, yeah, and and um, that's arguable. I, I re- agree when you said that on the uh, on the Discord. Uh, but now, getting that out of the way, like with this with this bailout of uh, of the big industries. It's it, it equals out to sixteen thousand dollars per person if you. um Now what is the bailout? I have not
0: heard the, the final. Party. I know they've been negotiating this. What has have the has the final deal been cut
11: on this? Uh, well, I, I think the the first one for the industry that is kind of a little bit older news. I'm not sure if it's finalized yet, but it was, they were talking about one point five trillion dollars. That's to, a to number I, I heard a, a few weeks ago.
0: I thought that was going out to to uh, bankers and loan people or whatever bank loans yeah
11: probably and 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 the thing is here's a th- here's a thought if you're if you're going to do this and i understand this is a highly unusual situation um that's why i wanted to lead the way i did is like uh you, we need to bail out the people who are struggling who can't pay rent who can't meet their basic needs yeah first let them open the money, businesses back up and go it. back to work they're going to spend it yeah and and they' and if you give the money non-means tested out to people they will they will put it in the industries that matter where they where it belongs it will go to where it belongs not to where the government has favor it's wants to it's
2: grant. not going to go to where it belongs because a lot of industry is shut down they're not going to be able to spend it uh, where they may have normally spent it otherwise right if you if you work in a restaurant you might go to bar afterwards you might go to you know industry night at some other restaurant. Right. You might go to the yeah. grocery store, you might go to some non-essential service, but if all those are shut down, where are you going to spend all that money?
11: Well, I still think that people need that the money will go to if you give it out to from the ground up to individual people sure. that that sure. need to purchase things for their needs they will they will allocate the money to the industries that are most vital and most necessary. Um, instead of just bailing them out directly, whoever the government, you know, like the airlines. I mean, look, we obviously are doing a whole heck of a lot um, without traveling all over the world. We have the technology to do it. And there's companies providing that technology and those services. And uh, we probably need to be flying a whole lot less and if you and if you need if they need to stay for them to stay profitable. If they need to charge a higher price. Maybe that's built into the price of uh, global air travel. Because, you know, the government is constantly or. Perennially bailing out and and regulating the yeah. prices up for these airlines. To yeah, we, we have
1: no idea what a plane ticket should cost because it's just so regulated and so subsidized. Honestly, if like if you look at like what a plane ticket is, they're pretty cheap. Like from New Orleans to Manchester was like hundred and fifty dollars. Like it's not expensive at all.
11: Yeah, is that- these industries like the auto industry. And especially airlines more than anything else, I've always th- thought of these as, like, they're national industries. And In most countries, they're actually state-run because every country wants to have their own airline. Everybody, they always want people to be able to fly around at their convenience, and they all subsidize these things. Like, what's the real price of these things? If they have to be higher, guess what? We have the technology to go around. Yeah, I was, the first time I bought
1: a plane ticket, I was actually, like, really surprised. I was like, oh, I didn't think I could afford these a long time ago. <laughs> like, yeah, I can. like, I could...
2: The the libertarian position still should be calling for deregulation at all aspects, at all levels, right? Of course. Not not hand out money to people, you know, uh, disenfranchised because their their job got taken away by the state, but get the state out of the way and let volunteers and employers voluntarily open up back shop and put those people back to work.
0: Unfortunately, no one is listening to the libertarians because they have no political influence whatsoever. In this case, I did find a story at Axios.com, which basically— uh, has a summary of what is in this apparently $1 trillion bailout package proposed. Oh, so they cut by,
2: the, it by 30%. By the White 1. House. Well, let me see. This was
0: written. No, no, no. You're, they are The 1.5 already came oh, out. Oh, okay. Oh, well, this is in addition to. The, right. The 1.5 was for bank loans, I think, because I understand it. That was totally yeah, the a banker bailout. was just
1: pay- printing money.
0: Uh, Going to the the bankers. the usual way. Which is, yeah. Uh, And so this one would go to, and so what's happening right now is there's a bunch of money that's going to get cut out in checks to individuals, which we've heard about them arguing about how much that should be. Should it be $1,000? Should it be $2,000? Should it be $3,000? $50,000. Or, and or, not just uh, or, but uh, also the companies, of course, are bellying up at the government trough to say, oh, we need the bailout. Oh, we need the bailout. So the airlines want to bail out. The movie theaters want to bail out. Of course. As long as they're handing out money. Yeah. 855-450-FREE. We can tell you more about it coming up here. Uh, Penguin, thanks for the call. it's free talk live you're invited to join us here the toll-free number is 855 450 free like freedom that's 855-450-3733 we've got the discord call in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm so jump on in over there and you can uh, get on those lines actually they're almost full the discord call in lines it's an unusual circumstance Normally we have, you know, regular callers on the phone lines that fill those up, but uh, tonight it's the reverse, which I'm fine with because Discord callers usually sound a lot better as long as you've got a semi-decent internet connection you will sound a lot better than just a plain old phone call. With you tonight, by the way, it's Ian Richard Rich and Moni. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. You want to go and learn the basics about Bitcoin and uh Bitcoin Cash, cryptocurrency in general, that's a good place to go and get started. And now is a good time with Bitcoin floating at around sixty four hundred, six thousand it's kind of been you know somewhere in that range today. It's uh it's a little on the low side compared to where it's been just about a month S- ago. Still a buy call for me, man. Yeah, if you get, if you can afford to get a little bit, you might want to consider are doing it but the first thing you want to do is learn about it so go to bitcoin.com and get started there they've got uh, the bitcoin academy there at bitcoin.com plus there's also uh, ways that you can purchase bitcoin through the site and also get the latest news headlines at news.bitcoin.com so we'll continue and go back to your phone calls and thoughts here the toll-free number is 855-453 we were talking about the bailouts what's the proposal that's on the table at the moment uh, we can talk about that the different in the different uh, industries that are trying to get a piece of the action, including the movie theater business that's basically shut down completely at this point, either by government diktat or by voluntary choice of the business owners themselves. Uh, but we go first to Abby Normal. She's calling us from Idaho. You're on free talk live on our discord lines. Go ahead, Abby.
12: Hi. Um, I was calling about the, um, city council meetings and how they were talking about, I don't remember where you said that this was happening exactly Keene,
0: new but... hampshire which is where we do this show from really? where the city council oh had gone online so they weren't even meeting in person they were each on their own little internet connection you know like a video conference kind of thing from their own homes yeah. apparently it was a royal cluster f because you know it was the first time they apparently didn't test it beforehand so you know that... just send them home you know how it is when when you try to do these online conferences if you've got three or four people there's a guarantee that one of them there might it's not working the camera's not working and so it was from what i understand i didn't watch it myself but another one of the local activists here was was checking it out uh and it was just ab- an absolute mess
2: can we make a citizen declaration that city council is a non-essential service non-essential right. service and shut it down
12: well i just my thoughts on it were is like it's like they just keep taking everything and making it into a video streaming uh you know that's that's that they just keep on directing it everything to that way like jails for instance like nowadays like you can't even see your loved one in person like you can't even you can't even just see just see them you know and i just think that the um them just decrease well first of all that think of all the shady dealings that go on with that with them doing it over it's just like a modern day good old boy club sure Um, playbook the the
0: companies that do these jail video conferences make buku bucks on these services, they get a uh, contract to install the service in the actual jail, so they've got overcharged like,
1: for the hardware and in some cases, right. like the phones are a dollar a minute. Yeah,
0: they really they just mean. rape these uh, jail, you know, prisoners and their families. I'm sure the
1: videos are more than that.
0: Which, of course, uh, you well, usually what happens with the video, at least here, in, and and it it's different depending depending on which jail and which company, but uh, like here, you pay twenty bucks and you get five minutes or something like that. So, oh yeah,
1: yeah, so th- yeah, so th- so that is more because the phones. Where I was were a dollar a minute.
0: Yeah. Some of them are some of the phones are cheaper in some places, but it's still always expensive. And you always have to remember the people who are in jail are likely to be the poorest of the poor because yeah. people with money can afford to bail out in most cases. I seen a headline so, where they were
2: talking about like ebooks costing a few dollars per minute of read time.
0: Wow, that's insane. Yeah, they're giving away tablets. The, the jail Christopher Cantwell is in right now. Uh you get a tablet. And you can make phone calls from the tablet from your own cell, so it'll it's more convenient, you. but it'll it'll cost you.
12: Well, yeah, that's well, that's how they're making money off of them. Big more, time, even more.
0: And the jail oh. makes a cut, by the way, of of every minute. The jail gets a piece of that action.
12: Well, yeah, yeah, it's just like a you know in a mob or gang, whatever.
1: Yeah, we've had that's cheap phones for a while now. Like there are some people who, if all you have is phone, like your phone bill can be like twenty, thirty dollars a month for unlimited yeah. um minutes well, so i think i'm just making
12: them uh decreasing the amount of all these this even this even relates to the corona isolation type thing but just the decreasing of actual human interaction among people is not going to be good either i know, agree with just it's just not it's not gonna keep us connected in in a, on a real level. And you can't even you know, it's it's a different type of connection.
0: Well, yeah, and life. actually we were talking about this on Vincent's show, Questioning Authority last night on LRN.fm, how with all the devices that we have in our lives now that the American people are uniquely prepared and people else elsewhere but people are uniquely prepared for this social distancing because we'd already kind of done it to ourselves yeah. to some extent by using these phones constantly you've seen people of yeah. everyone's seen you know the couple on a date at a restaurant just <laughs> sitting on phones together you know and and doing whatever it is that they're doing yeah. on phones we've heard about young people like- um, interacting with each other in the same room on their phones. So it seems like it's going to be easy for the government to put these new restrictions exactly. into place. It's Introverts just, are bragging about it. I
12: was like born the for this. that. People would adapt to that easily and not get too pissed off when they told them that they couldn't go out and do anything.
0: Right. But yeah, a lot of them weren't going out anyway. So it's yeah, not a big so, change.
12: Well, yeah, they probably won't care. They'll just stay in their house anyway and. Hang out on Facebook,
0: Abby. What's it like, like in community. Idaho where you are? You know, are you seeing the same restrictions? Oh, yeah. No restaurants uh, mm-hmm. operating, that kind of thing.
12: Yeah, a little bit. Not near as bad as everywhere else, but our cases are a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's just Idaho's more uh, up to the they. They let a lot of businesses go. You know, leave it up to them. But nice. Uh, it also just depends on where you are, and they've like a lot of places have. Are going to like um, drive through only, mm-hmm. just pick up only Domino's like next to the shop in Rexburg. They're, you know, uh, the only, you know, who's not, I'm the only one. Like I just, I'm bartending and shop, working at the shop, and I'm still like, you know, it hasn't affected me at all. So they Thank haven't you, shut yeah. down,
0: they haven't shut down bars in Idaho? Not yet. Wow. You. I wonder how many states actually still allow people to go out to restaurants and bars because. Some-
12: so everybody can come to Idaho and come hang out at the bar. Sweet.
0: All right. Hey, thanks for the call tonight, Abby. Tip your server. appreciate it. That's Abby Normal from our uh, chat server there on discord.lrn.fm. You can join her and dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of other people uh, that are hanging out there on a regular basis. We will uh, allow you of course to call in, talk about whatever you want, whether it's the bailouts, or whatever is on your mind. You may take control of the airwaves here. The number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. And where do you see this going next? What's your prediction? We've seen at least four states go into total lockdown. Denver apparently also adding into the 24-hour lockdown. I imagine there's probably some other big cities that are on the cusp of that. And uh, where do you see this going? 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. You can bring up what you want here Take control of the airwaves. This is what is it
10: costing you in vet bills for that convenience of just pulling open a bag of formulated extruded processed cereal bits that cost a ton of money anyways? How do you feed your dog to derive not only energy but a good coat, bright eyes, and a great attitude?
13: Come to Dynavite for help.
10: D I N O V I T E
5: dot com. I found his raw meat diet on Dynavite.com. With just
3: the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite and the Super Omega on top of it. Try Super
1: Omega fish oil. Buy two, get one free. Ground beef, white rice, um,
10: eggs, including the shells and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico chops.
11: Try Lico chops.
4: Buy two, get one free. It just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit.
12: Adding Dynavite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked.
10: Their skin is so much better now that they're on the raw diet, I don't even give them the kibble anymore. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E
5: dot oh. com.
0: Is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. The toll-free number is 855 453 like freedom That's 855-450-3733. We're in the second hour of this live Sunday edition of the show. With you tonight, it's Ian. Richie Rich. And Melanie. We're going to continue with more of your calls and thoughts. Coming up, Melanie, you've got a story about CON, Certificate of Need, and how is this going to relate to its about hospitals well that was an abrupt end to that song <laughs> uh yeah, it's about hospitals and whether or not they're even allowed to build more hospitals so you'll tell us about that here in a little bit but let's go back to the phones and to your calls and thoughts we got lance he's listening in salina kansas uh you're on free talk live hello lance hey I did, gentlemen hey
4: and
0: ladies yeah what's on your mind tonight well
4: i have an idea and I, I feel like I'm in a unique position to be able to do something to help what's going on.
0: All right. And by the way, you're okay. calling listening to KINA 910. Go ahead.
4: Okay. So if you're going to give away a trillion dollars to the American public, is the government going to spend it correctly? I, uh, I'm, a, I'm talking about full disclosure. So I work for the federal government. Mm. I'm, a, I'm an aviator. I work for the aviation industry. Here's my idea, you tell me if I'm wrong. I want criticisms, I want open-mindedness, and we can do it better. I'm talking about a grassroots movement to once we have a vaccine or we have toilet paper or whatever we need to transport, um, a small airplane, you can literally fly over somebody's house and drop a box and put it in their yard.
2: Like Amazon it. doing with drones?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that dropping vaccines from an airplane onto houses not is going to work out houses. logistically
4: into yards. Uh,
1: the logistics—that's—I'm that, actually right, but, that, but like that, most that, people that, don't know that, how to like give a shot. Give
0: a shot? Oh, the vaccine. Right. Okay.
1: What are you suggesting okay, so- should
0: be in the boxes?
4: Well, whatever they can give us, is vaccines, and supplies. Is, Whether it's toilet paper, whether it's food, water—well, not water, obviously—but
0: your basic necessities. So, are They're you saying whatever. this should be the government? That the government should just be dropping boxes full of toilet papers and whatever other things on people's front now, lines? Now, I'm saying
4: that I'm saying that I'll reach out to the AOPA, which is the Air, uh, Aircraft Owners and and Pilots Association, um, and just start there, and I can start in my local community, which is the line of Kansas, and I just happen to be in a unique position that I can uh, reach out and bring people together. I'm talking about Americans doing things can you do that on together. a voluntary basis is the idea that, hold on is the
0: idea All voluntary. that yeah okay All right, well if it's voluntary i'm in, i'm in favor of it um, as long as it's not you know forcing other people to participate or whatever but is the idea that you would make it so people didn't have to leave their homes to go to the grocery store that this would somehow lessen the uh, the crowds or the you know the lines that sort of thing
4: well it would uh, it would also facilitate the, the social distancing Mm-hmm. I just went to my office and got my laptop so I can work from home uh, for at least two weeks, but pretty much indefinitely until this passes. I don't like doing nothing. I, I'm looking for ideas. I need a voice. I don't have one in the media.
2: And, uh, that I can support. A, if you're cooped up in your house, find a way to make money, Right. Start start something. No, yeah, this I'm sounds
0: like a donation money. kind of thing. The idea would be that people would donate to this, and then the donations. I, would I be know a lot of
4: retired gentlemen that own their own, own airplanes, mm-hmm. um, so they've done well in their lives, and they go flying for fun all the time. So they have airplanes and hangars, and before they shut down air travel, I'm just fortunate to be right in the center of the United States, and uh, it hasn't hit here. But it's coming. It Have they shut down
0: air travel? Is it are you restricted? Can you go to the the airport and, you know, take your little private plane up and fly fly around or is it completely restricted to only commercial travel?
7: Yes.
4: The air traffic control tower at my local airport is I mean, it's my tower. I take care of it. I make sure the heat goes, I make sure the electricity, I make sure all the systems go. I'm the coordinator and I'm I'm gonna leave it at that as far as what I do. But I just have contact in my local area, and I think that people helping people and doing it for the right reasons without hope of, of profit is the way that we can beat this thing. What do y'all think? Well, like- Yeah,
1: so I, I kind of have a instinct to not critique private, voluntary charity that's helping people who are in a situation that they didn't contribute to putting themselves into – but it sounds like that's what you're asking for. Um, So I guess one concern I have is how would you, if these supplies are scarce because they ripped off the bottom of the supply curve, where are y'all going to get them from in order to airdrop them?
4: Well, again, anything that I would do would be uh, full disclosure. And in full disclosure, I happen to uh, know, um, personally know, a marketing expert and she's my girlfriend and she said, So what can you deliver? And I said, Whatever they need. Also, in full disclosure, my my son, his dream is to be a YouTuber. You, if y'all have kids, I don't know if you do or not, but uh by the way I'm not a long time listener of free talk, but I've I've started listening to y'all lately podcasts from Salina Kansas, 9, 10 AM.
0: Well, thank you for that, but I don't know if you answered Melanie's question. Like she was asking where are you going to get the product from that you want to deliver?
4: Well, do you guys do you guys think the government can do it better than the American God, people? God, no. I I'll think deliver, the government's terrible to deliver anything. Yeah. Not deliver anything. You're
2: you're this,
0: uh, the delivery guy. Though. You're saying okay, So, who's, are you I guess, who's are, are you expecting
1: delivery? are you expecting the shortages to subside? Maybe that's that's your Well, he's saying thought. bring
0: me the stuff, I'll deliver it. He doesn't care what it is. So you're not going to go out and try to source the inventory. You're just going to put it out there that, hey, you're willing to do this work if somebody can bring you product. Is that basically your, your kind of your pitch?
4: Yeah, that's kind of my thought. I and, see. again, like an I, I, courier. I had this oh, thought. Oh, okay. okay. So, so I, would, I do want to be clear here that, uh, you know, we we all can do what we can do. I know the transportation industry. I know air transportation specifically. So I can facilitate facilitate that part of it. So I who else who else is involved? What can you do? I know logistics logistics, but I don't have suppliers for toilet paper or whatever we might need. I don't know what the heck to deal with the deal is with toilet paper, but anyway
0: <laughs> I, I supply. Well hey, I don't think I it's supply. a bad idea and I would say put it out there to your local area yeah. and uh, start you soliciting know, donations. Wherever it is that people you know our gathering online because I imagine there are some hot spots wherever you are of certain places where people can go and connect with other people locally um, and you know put it out there like, hey, I'm willing to do this if somebody can come cough up some donations. Maybe somebody's sitting on a bunch of maybe somebody bought themselves a whole garage full of toilet paper and they're like finally realizing they may not actually need all of it. So who knows what'll come out uh, when you put it out there? That's that's kind of the cool thing about people coming together is you kind of you know, like you're saying hey, you're saying, I can do this, I can do X, Y, and Z, if somebody can give me A, B, and C, and then we can come together. And I I wish you the best, Lance. Thanks for calling and sharing uh, your thoughts here with us. As we go to Looney, he's in Arizona on our Discord call lines. Go ahead, Looney. Hey, Ian. Hey, what's on your mind yeah. tonight?
6: Uh, I was just doing some reading, and one of the things I came across was the, uh, apparently there is a well-known principle that uh, microorganisms don't live well on certain metals copper for one mm-hmm. yep. silver, uh, I silver for one. another yep. but silver apparently requires it, there to be moisture or water involved otherwise the silver turns inert whereas the copper seems to destabilize um microorganisms all by themselves whether there's wet or dry
0: okay
6: and uh so it used to be there were brass doorknobs you know brass counter um, brass countertops or copper you know countertops and i'm you know, especially like hospitals where have all these st- stainless steel surfaces, which look really clean when you clean them. But apparently the, these bugs can live on stainless steel for days, whereas, you know, they only go, they only died four hours uh, or less on copper. So, so
0: are you suggesting everybody change out their metal doorknobs for copper doorknobs or something?
6: Well, I'm just saying that, you know, if well, there hold is that another tool that thought. If you want to come back here, Looney?
0: stand by. We'll bring you back. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live dial in toll free here live Sunday edition with you tonight it's Ian Rich. Oops sorry Richie try that one more time Rich E
1: Rich Yes and Melanie
0: uh you can dial in here bring up whatever you want 855 450 free like freedom that's 855 450 3733 Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Amplifier program, like Steve, who is a Free Talk Live Gold Amplifier. Amp stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. Is a way for you to get behind what we do here on Free Talk Live to help us get Free Talk Live on more radio stations around the United States. Uh, bring internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. As one of our radio callers mentioned earlier tonight, we are the only show that he has heard on broadcast radio talking about the coronavirus situation in the way that we are uh, because most of these shows are that I, that I, as I understand it are just out there telling people to obey uh, telling people to do what they're told by these government goons who the know authority best. knows what's best yeah. which is
1: odd because if you're at the radio station saying that you went to work so
0: many of them may be working from home Uh, I mean, we're doing this from a house. I mean, of course, we've always done this show from from a house, so nothing has changed here. But for a lot of people, uh, they may be setting up home studios and not actually going to a broadcast facility. So if you want to join us here, you can. We're back with Looney, who's on the line calling us from Arizona. And you were saying that uh, you've been looking at this sort of antibacterial properties or antiviral properties, I'm not sure which, of uh, copper. Is that right?
6: Yeah, both antivirus and antibacterial uh, that it just can't you know, live.
0: Those things just can't stay alive if they're contacting the surface of copper.
6: Yeah, I'm looking at a National Institute of Health web uh, study talking about surface toxic, the surface toxicity. Say that three times fast. In E. coli and Salmonella, and there's also evidence to suggest my uh, influenza virus uh, is also uh, affected by the. Uh, Exposure to copper. So, you,
0: so just to my question before we went to the break, are you saying that people should go and hit up Home Depot or wherever online and order copper doorknobs uh, for safety's sake?
6: Well, I'm just saying that it would, you know, it might be interesting to try to apply some of this information. Um, I mean, there used to be, you know, a lot more copper surfaces back in the day, even before people understood. Uh, um you know the microbe theory that that well uh, takes too instance, much upkeep uh, yeah it's, that, well that there, there it, are some downsides to it what are the, the downsides upside, you know but if, if we're going to go you know full spread panic uh i don't think we should something well i agree with you yeah. <laughs> what i'm saying is as an alternative to it we might be able to actually try to apply some yeah if we could so, just have
1: copper countertops instead of oh, having a statewide lockdown that would yeah, be uh,
6: that might be a better option. Uh, like for instance, that copper miners, restaurants. Copper lockdown
0: miners doesn't back...
1: mean full lockdown. There are different grades, different levels. Of well, lockdowns. we talked
0: about the lockdown in New Jersey last night, and it's basically you have to stay inside unless you are going to do some sort of essential okay. shopping. You are allowed to go out to exercise, but you can't get close to somebody else. Uh, there's the social distancing rules that are in effect and there's very restriction you know very uh tight restrictions on what businesses can be out there uh yeah. continuing operations. So I mean it's not a complete open air prison, but it basically is an open air prison. My my point was more to
2: the to the fact that most most home kitchens that I've been in aren't covered with stainless steel metal surfaces. No. Right like the kitchen your you know your kitchen is usually a wooden countertop, maybe marble if you can afford that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know,
6: or some or formica yeah, plastic,
0: right? Some some sort of you know some sort of plastic covering like that. Um, okay, but so- what are the downsides to the copper? You mentioned there are some downsides.
6: Well, um, obviously the cost of, of re- re- re, uh, replacing a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and also it doesn't look quite as, as you know squeaky clean as, as stainless steel. And, it
2: tarnishes, and, just, mm-hmm. and, and
6: apparently tarnishes. there are also some uh, aspects of it that if it's if it's not super clean, uh, then the chemical bonding that takes place with the, the kills the bacteria are, are reduced. Um, there gotcha. was a, an article I'm seeing here that says uh, part of the problem with like making doorknobs out of it is the fact that people sweat will cause the um, copper to uh, oxidize or, you know, like salt will react to it and mm. it reduces the antibacterial
0: effect. So if basically, if people aren't being clean, whether they have copper or not, it's not going to be that helpful. You still have to yeah, clean yourself. Uh, yeah, certainly, you still have to wipe down the countertop. It's not like some yeah. sort of magical uh, sanitary solution.
6: Yeah, it's not a panacea by all yeah. stretches of the imagination, but it's just one more tool you can use uh,
0: you to try to fight this. Looney, anything else you want to share tonight?
6: Uh well just letting you know that things are haven't gone you know full panic out here in Arizona. Can you guys um,
0: go to restaurants and bars in Arizona? State? Uh
6: no, they're they're all the restaurants are do- all takeout only at this Jeez. point. Um I of course I really don't go to bars so <laughs> I don't even know where there's one around here. Yeah, but well, you but, probably uh, live
1: among people who go to bars and some of those people are going to behave differently if they're not able to.
0: Yep, That's probably true. Looney, thanks yep. for the update tonight. I appreciate hearing from you there on our Discord server over at discord.lrn.fm where you can call in and sound that good, man. He sounded fantastic. Uh, almost like he's sitting here in the studio with us. So what about this bailout? We can get into that coming up here, but uh, let's talk about this hospital story, um, Melanie, that you wanted to discuss CON, which stands for Certify or Certificate of Need. What is it?
1: Yeah, so there's a thing called a certificate of need, which means that in most states, and actually I was surprised to find out that New Hampshire is not one of them because it's not every state. Most states have a certificate of need requirement. So if you want to build a hospital or in some states, if you just want to add on a significant capital expenditure, whether that's more equipment or a new ward or something like that, you have to also get one
0: Mm -hmm. from the government.
1: Yeah, from the government, which means that the other hospitals have to get together and declare that they need you.
0: Oh, wow. So your competitors decide whether or not they want you to, to uh, expand your business?
1: Yeah.
2: That may not be a bad thing in the hospital industry because a lot of those are run by religious organizations anyway. So Why would you want them to be able to tell you what you can do? Supply and demand is it's not magically
1: what... different in the hospital industry?
2: No, but they may be more likely to ignore that aspect of it. Right, like as a religious organization, they're usually looking after the good of the people, which is why they set up, you know, nonprofit. Well, you say they're going to
0: gonna ignore an aspect. Which aspect are they ignoring? The the holding your competitors back for your own profit. You're saying because they're religious, they wouldn't
2: hold the, their competitors they may, back. They may be less likely to do so.
1: Or maybe the Catholic or Baptist hospital doesn't want a secular hospital to come in because they're not going to help people right. as good.
0: They don't like God, so they're not allowed.
1: They're going to do sterilizations and birth control, and they don't, you can't possibly have that.
0: Yeah, I mean, this We're is just going to let people die from
1: ER deficiencies instead.
0: Well, this is a good example of how anti free market the medical business is. I mean, we've already talked many times on Free Talk Live about how the number of doctors is capped arbitrarily by the American Medical Association working in tandem with government. So if you want to go and become a doctor, you have to go through them. You can't just go and do it on your own or whatever. Hang out your shingle. You've got to go through the the cartel basically. And this is another. This is a doctor or this is a hospital's cartel that you're describing.
1: Yeah, and so the reason I thought that was relevant was because the argument that I'm hearing from everybody who's presenting an actual argument is that while this virus is highly highly unlikely to kill you, mm-hmm. We they, There will be serious cases, and it's going to overwhelm the system, and that's why we need to prolong the situation.
2: Quarantine if, to flatten the curve.
1: If you wouldn't, it's not even a quarantine, it's a lockdown, because you quarantine sick people. If you just lock up a bunch of healthy people, that's not a quarantine, even. So, it, but that's a situation that the government caused by not allowing hospitals to be built. And then turned around and said, "Oh well, there's this problem. We better solve that we created, so we better solve it with a lockdown." Mm -hmm. And this right because
0: the market cannot expand based on demand, just not a possibility. Yeah, it's just illegal to build a hospital. Bureaucrats for permission.
1: Part of that
2: presumes that people would have gone to the hospital otherwise, right? A lot of people who were spreading the virus were asymptomatic. No, no, it doesn't,
1: because a certain percentage of cases are going to be serious. That's not untrue.
2: Right, but you're talking about to to stop the spread of the virus, we
0: needed more hospitals— and I don't think that No, I'm talking about
1: to not overwhelm the system, which I'm not vouching that that will or won't happen.
0: Well, no, what you have a problem that you've got going on right now as I understand it, Richie, is that because of the extra demand from people who do want to go to a hospital right. because they've come down with something and now they right. want to go and get tested and make sure it's is or is not coronavirus, there's sort of this extra demand on the existing system right. that therefore if you, oh, I don't know, cut your foot off or something like that and you need to go into the hospital, right. the theory is they may not have the availability. Because of all this other demand and the industry can't scale up to accept new demand by building new facilities because of rules like this uh, con, this certificate of need, where if you can't convince your competitors and whatever bureaucrats of the necessity of what you want to do, it doesn't happen. Which keeps the lines longer and makes uh, you know getting healthcare even more difficult. There's more coming up here. Hour three's next. It's free. T- Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. Local.bitcoin.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, that's 855-450-3733-LIVE. Sunday edition tonight, Ian. Richie Rich. And Melanie. We've been, of course, discussing coronavirus, and specifically the response uh, by the various different government gangsters around the United States. You are welcome to join us. You can bring up anything that you want, or you want to talk about what's happening in your area, some of the frustrations that uh, maybe you've been experiencing, some of the ridiculous crackdowns, the arbitrary diktats and edicts uh, being issued by these so-called governors that just want to control and take even more power that they're never going to give back. And that, that's one of the scariest parts of all this is that Americans are just rolling over for all these regulations and all these controls. And they think that the government's going to save them and that there's that this coronavirus thing is just so scary. And it's like, I'm still not convinced that this thing's any worse than the common flu. I'm yeah. not convinced of that.
2: Are you? I am not convinced. But like I said in the first hour, the the real concern is that the government will take credit for it you were not convinced that it's not like the common flu yeah. or not as bad because they quarantined or locked down everybody and prevented it from doing so. Right, right. It would have been so much worse if they had not acted.
0: That's what they In would our have you best believe. Well, yeah. But the
1: most damning piece of evidence against that is that the death rate, which is not even the real death rate, because there's plenty of people who don't get tested because they don't have sufficient symptoms. Mm-hmm. The death rates of even confirmed cases... Is really really low, but aren't these government numbers? Yeah, right.
0: So are they telling the truth about the death rate? Is it actually higher than what they're saying? Is it actually lower than what they're? But then saying? if they
1: wanted to sell the story of this is the most scary virus ever, you should go live in solitary confinement now. You would think you would publish a death rate other than one and a half percent.
2: You would think, right? Maybe, but again, if they but the the story that they're going to give is that they prevented it from going higher by their actions. So they published the low. They publish the low number in this case to show that what they what they're doing is what's
0: keeping that number low. But there was a death so rate low.
1: before the lockdowns. Okay,
0: they want you to believe that you need them, and that if it weren't for their their special intervention, their lockdowns, right. their demands, that you would be uh, dead, your grandparents would be dead, and uh, the whole world would be on fire. You're spreading uh, this to everyone you them. come into
2: contact with.
0: And But what the reality of it is is that uh, they're going to do tremendous and are doing tremendous economic damage right now to people all across the world and especially here in the United States. The Atlantic has a story about restaurants, the business that uh, you've been in for a long time, Richie. You're a cook. Yeah um you've been in various different restaurants i was supposed to
2: start at a new restaurant this past week and then all of a sudden that got put on hold put on hold
0: yeah uh so here is a story from the atlantic because here in new hampshire we've seen them locking down restaurants now for only to to take out and delivery and of course some restaurants are just like yeah we're just going to shut down uh maybe we'll be back maybe we won't yep but uh, some of them are still trying to bring in customers still trying to to, uh, to keep the gears rolling but obviously a lot of the employees aren't needed uh You don't need servers if you don't have people sitting in the restaurant to serve. So every server is out of work right now. And you don't need a full line of cooks either if you're doing a skeleton menu just to serve takeout orders. Yep, exactly. So the Atlantic, uh, with the spread of the coronavirus across the United States, has caused a generalized shutdown of public life. Schools are closed, sports are canceled, and concerts are over. Now, this is an editorial piece here, so they've got their opinion. It's not going to be my opinion. They say this is entirely appropriate. A pandemic is war, and public gatherings at the moment give aid and comfort. Everything is not war, y'all. Well, that's the thing. That's what's w- one of the outrageous statements. We do have
1: a lot of war, but yeah. everything is not war.
0: That's the thing with this, though, is it's not just the Atlantic that's saying it. You even got Trump now saying that he's a wartime president and he's not referring he to a dropping wartime, bombs.
1: Yeah, he is a wartime president, but that's not why. Right? Yeah, he's not I talking don't about dropping even bombs. it constitutes a pandemic.
0: No, it's not a pandemic, but that's what they're all saying that it is. You know, we actually were talking about this uh, briefly last night as well. You go look up the definition of pandemic. It is not what is happening. It is something that is entirely widespread. It is everywhere. And I don't mean like, oh, it's everywhere because there's one person or 12 people or whatever. No. Most people that I know don't know anybody that has this thing. Right. Uh, You certainly don't know someone who's died from this thing, odds are.
2: Well, is it widespread because there's cases of it over the entire globe?
0: Well, it is spread in that way. But it is not widespread in that it is common. Okay. It is not widespread in that it is, you know... Out there all over the place, at least no, that we know of. Right? Yeah, it's not
1: prevalent over the world, and I don't know if it's prevalent over a whole country, but it's not prevalent over this whole country.
0: But pandemic is a scary word, and the government benefits when people are scared, sure. and media benefits from that. Uh, So this whole idea that it's a war is outrageous. But anyway, he goes on here. uh, Aaron Clark at the – or sorry, Derek Thompson from The Atlantic writing this. But this shutdown will crush the economy, starting with the restaurant industry. In the past 48 hours – this was written a few days back, so earlier this week – several states, including Ohio and Illinois and major cities, including New York City and Los Angeles, announced that restaurants will be closed or limited to takeout and delivery. Shelly Fireman, a New York restaurateur who runs several diners, called the fallout – Quote, Worse than after 9 11. Unquote. The consequences of these widespread closures may be hard to grasp. Americans now spend more at restaurants than at grocery stores, something they had never done before 2015. And what restaurants are still
2: open? Fast food, pizza joints, the, be- the you know the, the worst kind of foods that you could eat for if
0: you wanted. I mean, to and keep that might be diet.
1: equivalent to or better than what you can get in a grocery store, depending on where you are. Like, you might not be able to get fresh meat and vegetables anymore.
0: Um, and but you couldn't get fresh meat when you were i was at aldi grocery store yesterday the meat was almost all sold out plenty of uh, fruits and veggies though were still in stock at that point but it d- it depends on where you are different areas of the country are gonna have and we're talking about not
1: canned salty vegetables or talking what? about fresh fresh okay. fruits fresh vegetables but yeah it, de- it depends on where you are and so yeah so so no meat and you and you had vegetables but i mean it might be an equivalent option at this point
0: The modern dining revolution has made restaurants one of the country's most important sources of work. In 1990, manufacturing employment was almost three times larger than the food service industry. But today, there are about as many jobs in food service as there are in manufacturing. Restaurants are the new factories, and without them, state and local economies across the country would fall to pieces. Food preparation and food service jobs now account for more than 10% of all employment in Nevada, Hawaii, and Florida. What's more, with the disappearance of brick-and-mortar retail stores from many cities, restaurants have become a rare, bright spot. In 2019, restaurants and bars accounted for almost half of all new leases in Manhattan. Social distancing has changed that landscape almost overnight. According to, no, it was the government that changed that (laughs) landscape overnight. According to the booking website Open Table, which publishes information for all 50 states and dozens of cities on a daily basis, online bookings held steady through February, but in the past week, reservations cratered by more than 40% in New York, L.A., Boston, and Denver. In Seattle, where the outbreak is especially virulent, bookings last weekend were 60% lower than on the same day last year. New executive orders ending dine-in service across the country could cut reservations to zero in most cities, which is what has happened. That uh, makes sense.
2: How are you going to have a reservation, any percentage of a reservation, if can. you can't dine-in? Yep.
0: Threatening the employment of America's nearly 3 million waiters and waitresses. Steve Salas, Washington, D.C.-based entrepreneur with several properties, including a barbecue restaurant called Federalist Pig, and Kramer Brooks and Afterwards <laughs> Cafe, a longstanding bookstore and restaurant, said, "quote We're in uncharted waters." Going further here, say uh, the article says, "Same store sales across his business had already declined up fifty percent." He told me on Sunday, with the deepest pain at full service restaurants. Now this was just before the total yeah. uh, lockdown. Now that DC restaurants have officially shuttered for dine in customers, Salis is looking to completely overhaul his business to keep workers paid and the community fed. He said, quote, we've had we've implemented more promotions around delivery. He's also planning to expand catering size orders available via curbside pickups. National chains are following the same script on Monday. McDonald's, Starbucks and other fast food franchises announced their locations would temporarily be takeout only. This is the future, uh, the near future of American restaurants. See, you see, are that transforming. makes it sound
1: like the restaurants made the decision. They announced they would be takeout only. Well, no, the governors announced they would be takeout only.
2: What I do like hearing is that the restaurants, the restaurateurs, the entrepreneurs, right, are acting swiftly to accommodate their customers the best they can under Under the the circumstances.
0: circumstances. But it's not going to be good enough. It's not going to be enough. Not enough to keep this business healthy. Not enough to keep the bills paid. Not enough to keep the, you know, the rent from, uh, or the building from being foreclosed on eventually. Now, a lot of states are saying you don't have to pay the rent during this time frame. uh, But... it's not gonna be good. Up. Yeah, more coming up here eight fifty five four fifty free like freedom. It's free talk live. It is free talk live. You can bring up what you want here. The toll free number eight fifty five four fifty free. Live Sunday edition in our studio. It's Ian, Richie, Rich, and Melanie. Have you heard of Intercoin? Intercoin is working to make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable, enough to support everyday payments, and even elections without the state. If you missed your opportunity to get in on Bitcoin from the start, then this is your chance to join what might be the next revolution in money. You can check out intercoin.org, and if you like what you see, pick up some of those coins for yourself. Just as the internet is a global network that connects local networks, Intercoin is a global currency platform that enables communities around the world to issue and manage their own currency so they may circulate it among their local population. Intercoin enables fintech innovation on the local community level, leading to stronger communities, greater sustainability, less poverty, and more productivity. You can check out intercoin.org and learn more there. And you need to know that Free Talk Live received $40,000 worth of tokens from Intercoin Incorporated for this advertising. So once again, that's intercoin.org. Let's go back to your calls and thoughts. We we'll talk more about the restaurant business and how it is being forced into a dramatic change that may be, it, in a lot of cases, its undoing. Uh, but let's go to uh, first Chris in Virginia listening online. Go ahead, Chris.
5: Yeah, I was just going to give you an update from Virginia. Um, yeah, what's going on? Basic. Well, basically, you got you got. Northam. You've heard of Northam, right? Who's that, the governor? Governor Northam. Okay. Yeah, Governor Northam. So he's the guy calling all the shots in in all these states.
0: This is the guy obviously. that wanted to take all your guns away. I was just about to ask. What, yeah. Are you guys still worried about we'll the Second what Amendment rights?
5: We'll see what happened with that. He came in here. He owns both houses of the Senate, the state Senate. And so now he's the chief executive. He rubber-stamped anything, right?
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Well, couldn't do it. His own people and his own party were like... Dude, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. You're going to start a civil war because, hello, there are a lot of conservatives in Virginia, a yeah. lot more than there are in New Jersey, in New York. Right. So you're they saying they weren't able to crap.
2: lock down Virginia?
5: No, not yet. I don't, I don't, it seems my feeling is, and I've got a pretty good political thermometer. Um, is, is he, he knows he can only step so far because if he tries something like that, it's likely to be uh politically
0: uh unpredictable? Well I, well, I mean a few months ago <laughs> well, there were try. twenty thousand gun owners that converged on uh the state capitol there in Virginia and had a pretty big protest. Do you feel like that actually sent a message to him?
5: Absolutely. Not just him, but everyone around him.
0: Okay, so you're feeling a little um, better about uh, gun rights, but what's going on with this corona? I mean what's the uh, the response there in Virginia from this guy?
5: Well, we have very few cases and very few deaths. We have like under 300 cases and under 10 deaths last I checked. So, um, it's just not that uh, people are complying here as far as the feeling of what's coming from him is that he has to take a muted, a muted approach. He's limited by. The simple fact that there's so many conservatives in Virginia, and the rest of the state is red, except for the the blotches of Albemarle County, which is Charlottesville, which Mm -hmm. is what occurred two years ago with the riots there. Um, And they're so blue there in Charlottesville, so blue in Richmond, surrounding county of Rico, so blue up north, obviously, the northern Virginia, and also down in the Tidewater area. So you've got blue splotches here, but the the red parts are pretty red. Pretty red. You're not taking people's guns here. I can promise you that. But this whole thing is horrible anyway. Um, just watching other states go through what they're going through. And I, I think this is all, it's not It's not the virus. It's, there's something else going on here. I think you, you guys agree with me there, and a lot of people think that. I think it's just, I, I, I what I post on Facebook repeatedly is, um, um, there's an article in Reuters, February 12th of 2010, where they talk about, it's a good article that just kind of encompasses the uh swine flu outbreak at that time. Mm-hmm. And you know, the headline is over thirteen thousand people have died mm-hmm. from, you know, the swine flu. And it just points and out. There wasn't real quick, a lockdown you know, because of that. Right. The numbers don't add up here and so my caption to go with that with that link is this happened in, in two thousand ten and you don't remember. Yep. You don't remember
2: it well the old quote is also so obviously never let a good crisis yeah. go to waste right well they've figured that one out now so,
0: and the, you're gonna you're not gonna forget this one
2: right but this is one that the, so, they're using the coronavirus as a cover to get all these regulations and rules exactly. and TikToks that's right pass through and see what people will tolerate.
5: It's, it's actually very and it's never been done before this is totally unprecedented i think in american history
1: yeah, I, th- I thought that I was pretty pessimistic about people, but I'm kind of surprised at how easily they're taking it.
0: Yeah, it's really embarrassing and sad. Uh, what are you it seeing is. from your neighbors, Chris? Are you seeing people you know, just doing what they're told uh, easily, or is there some underlying frustration with all of this? Um,
5: I think people are pretty much going along with it, just really hoping that it's going to end.
0: That's the um, question, is what's going to happen after another month, two months? I mean, are people well, going to finally yeah. get, get out in the streets and months. open their businesses again, even without permission? I mean, when are Americans going to start acting like free people again? I, I'm not optimistic at all about this, Melanie. I'm kind of in your camp on Yeah, this because, and
1: I don't. I'm not even talking about non-resistance, because in most cases, there's like a rational argument for non-resistance at this point in history, but just, like, actual supportive of, of, like, yes, just, like, shut down anything that's not absolutely needed for survival. Like, it's a communist country, and then everybody just be on house arrest. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Like
0: No, it's not awesome at all.
5: This is is such a Pandora's box that I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen next.
0: Thank you, Chris, for your for call anybody. tonight, man. I really Thank appreciate you. hearing from you. The toll free number is 855 450. Free. Well, I, I think I can go out on this limb and predict that the government goons will continue to try to take more power. They will continue to expand their influence and their demands and their edicts and diktats. And then they will see how far they can push it. How far they will get away with it, I don't know. And I'm kind of, I feel just like you on this one, Melanie. I mean, I'm generally an optimist, but it's getting harder and harder to be optimistic. I mean, I'm generally a
1: pessimist, and I'm disappointed. I'm like, yeah, people are horrible, <laughs> and they—I don't have any faith in them at all. But apparently, I had too much faith in yeah. them because I wasn't expecting what this. What begs reaction. the
2: question is, what does the pushback look like? Right? What do you What do you want to see from people to to show you that they are acting free? I
1: mean, I'd just be kind of happy if they just stop celebrating it. Okay. Like, step one, stop celebrating your oppression, and then we can go from there with the roadmap. But, like, as when long you say as you're celebrating,
0: that, you mean like people patting themselves on the back for being obedient and like, look at me, yeah. I am
1: in my home, I am
0: being a good yeah, little citizen. Yeah, like, look
1: how awesome it is. We all need to do this for the good of whatever, and right, like, and then just,
0: shaming people who are like me, who like, yeah, hey, I'd how like to dare ki-. you
1: want to go to work and right. not starve to death?
0: Like, hey, I'd kind of like to live my life like I used to, and you know, that's kind of what I'd like to do, but I can't. You're a horrible person because you don't care about your neighbor, Ian. You just want to infect old people. You want to kill your own grandmother. I mean, like,
1: there was never any law... Like, that said old people can't stay at their house right. and self-isolate if they want yeah, to. Yeah, I
0: don't understand how that increases the risk to them. How How is it that, the, the you know, we went out, we got together with like 16 people, which would be a, uh, you know, against the law in a lot of states right now today, and we had a nice time. We spent like an hour and a half just hanging out. Uh, Captain Kickass brought some Corona beers well, uh, with him.
2: What if and, you were a carrier of the virus and you went to go visit your grandma at the old folks' If home my grandma's concerned,
0: know. she should tell me not to come visit her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. OK, it is your responsibility to protect yourself, not mine, to protect but you. But your grandma lets you in the
2: apartment building and you spread it to all the residents of the nursing home.
0: Well, she should not have done that. 855-450-FREE, 855, all oh, my grandparents are dead anyway. You get the But idea, my parents the idea. are now, you, you know, getting into their 70s. 855-450, uh, free like freedom. You can join us here. It's Free Talk Live.
1: Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of lico Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved lico Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune
8: system. And dogs love it. Try Licochops. Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite.
10: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
0: Yeah. We talk live. Inviting you to join us here. The Live Sunday edition continues with you. And if you want to call in, toll free at 855-453. That's 855-450-3733. You don't have to talk about coronavirus. Uh, well, and the, what else is there to talk about? a response. But really, what else is there to talk about? This is changing people's lives in a way that affects everybody. I mean, generally, if you're going to do talk radio, talking about things people can relate to is usually a good subject, right? So something that people have in common, and a lot of people are having a common experience here uh, with government goons telling them that they can't leave their homes. They can't go to their jobs. In fact, I saw a headline saying that there are now more than a billion people on lockdown around the planet right Please. now. Uh, so it's not just in the United States. It's going on elsewhere as well. If you want to, again, call in 855 450 free it's 855 450 And of course, libertarians and voluntarists and anarchists like those of us on this show are frustrated by this. Melanie, you were just expressing you were already pretty cynical towards people, and this has just you know made that even worse. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't think anybody's ever accused me of um, thinking highly of people in yeah. general.
0: Um, I'm also disappointed and saddened by the lack of almost total, at least seeming, lack of resistance against this that people are just going along to get along doing what they're told even if it's going to destroy the business that they've worked years of their lives to create i think it's absolutely tragic um do also want to let you know about uh, fork fest which by the way is still scheduled for june 29th until july 5th unless rogers campground closes for the summer we're going to be there. Free Talk Sweet. free talk Live is going to be broadcasting from ForkFest. It's a decentralized libertarian camping festival, and what that means is there's no one who's in charge of it. That means, with the exception of the campground themselves, again, should the campground close, then there may be another alternative I've heard. I've heard somebody's got, like, a friend who's got a large piece of property. Would so. you
2: expect Rogers to stay open in light of a government shutdown? Would that be like, no, 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 you want us to close, we're staying open, we have campers that want to use these
0: spots? I don't know what crosby at rogers would do i don't have any expectation that he would you know violate those orders
1: yeah i don't think he's an us
0: no okay no he's friendly i mean he's he likes the money that he can make from these events so he wouldn't want to shut down i'm sure but
1: made them get rid of the illegal alcohol a couple years back
0: he has a uh, li- he has a liquor license or a beer and wine license, and they threatened to pull his license. So, okay, uh, he had demanded of the Porcupine Freedom Festival that they put a stop to any illegal alcohol sales. But that's one of the detriments of having a centrally managed festival is there's an right. organizer that he can go to at ForkFest. There's no organizer that he can talk to. So if somebody wants to sell alcohol from their campsite, then. There's no one that Crosby can speak to except for the person who's on that campsite if he can identify who it was in the first place. So there's no central authority of ForkFest to uh, to, in, in, to enact those those bans and such. So it's way more of a free experience. That's why some people are calling it PorkFest Classic nice. now, which I love. Uh, ForkFest.Party is where you can go to learn more about it. It's June 29th until July 5th. And if that changes, we'll certainly let you know. Again, ForkFest.Party. Go learn more about the event there. We've been talking about restaurants, and they are in real bad shape, and it's just getting started. If this thing becomes protracted, as some of these government gangsters have been saying, then it's going to mean curtains for a lot of people in the, uh, the restaurant industry. We go back to your phone calls and thoughts, though. We got Lewis on the line in North Carolina listening to WNIS out of Virginia. Go ahead, Lewis. Hi,
13: I'm actually from Kill Hills, North Carolina.
0: All right, welcome.
13: Okay, how are you doing? Good, uh, A couple of points I want to make is— Do me a uh,
0: favor, before you make your points, back off your phone by like an inch. You're a little overblown. It's hard, kind of hard to understand you
13: nah take me off speaker that would help okay
0: appreciate the effort lots better i think are you there is he still talking to us or is he trying to figure out how to turn off speaker i don't know i might have to put him back on hold though because we can't do tech support here for very long lewis are you with us i'm here are you off speaker
13: the thing with uh everybody want to uh, get out together and that why not have a 30s or under bar or a speakeasy to get together if you all want to get together uh, to celebrate the coronavirus which seems like why everybody wants to celebrate you know because the government do want to look out for old people like me who are in my which is close
2: to 60. Well, then just don't go to the bar.
0: Well, that's what they want you to think they're doing. But what they're really doing is consolidating more power to themselves. And if you wanted to, you know, keep away from people, then you don't need a government gangster uh, to, to well, do that. Uh, you can just do it on okay, your own. Uh,
13: well, the problem with that is when everybody gets, you know, infected, then
0: they go to the grocery store and get a grocery delivery, dude. There's a company called Instacart. I've never used them, so I'm have no. You know, i not endorsing their service. I don't know if it's any good, but I've known people who've, who've spoken highly of the convenience of being able to order groceries from online and have somebody come drop them off at their front door. There you go.
1: It could be a total shut-in.
0: But the li-
2: delivery driver is infected, so he's going to touch all your stuff.
1: See, I don't see how you're more likely to get infected from going to a restaurant than you are from going to Walmart. Like, that doesn't...
13: How about the everybody is going to Lowe's? You're not going to drop a toilet off from a drone to my front doorstep, but you have people coming in, Lowe's, just going in there to look around and and, and just and drop off whatever, you know, when it says quarantine.
2: So no window shopping. You can only shop with purpose.
13: Yeah, window shopping. Let's not look at a $1,500 refrigerator. Just because I had nothing to do because the uh, movie theaters closed or the bars are closed, everybody and their mother is in the grocery store. Or
0: so, how long is- should people put off buying a new refrigerator to keep you safe?
13: You can buy it online.
1: Uh huh. So okay, should- so we can buy a refrigerator online, but you can't buy groceries online.
13: You probably can. They're not in my area.
1: Are you serious?
13: The,
0: you don't have Instacart in your area? It's possible. Nope. Well, then you should call up somebody. There's There are delivery drivers out there. Call a local cab company or something like that. And I'm sure there are people out there who are willing to deliver things for money. Okay? Right now, there's going to be a bunch of people looking for work. All those re- All those servers... That were used to work in the restaurant business, they're all out of a job, yep. and there's no necessarily, you know, there's no horizon where they're going to get their job back. So, if there's not a delivery service in your town, there's a demand for it. Obviously, there's people like Lewis who believe that they're at a high risk, and thank you, Lewis, for the call tonight uh, of this. And I think that I, I'm sorry, I don't believe it, I don't buy it. I, I even if you look at the government's own numbers, people in their 60s still likely to recover from this likely not to die uh, from this. But again, if you want to cloister yourself away from society and become a shut-in or whatever, that is your choice. And you should be able to do that, and there are people out there who would be more than happy to take some money for the service of going and shopping for you. I've considered I've
2: considered that as like a backup business. I set up the branding like months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe close to a year ago like when I first moved and was still looking for a job. I'm like, yep. You know what I could probably do this just, you know, go shopping for old people, do their errands. Sure. So I set it up, but then I got a real job, and so now it's just it's sitting out there. But it's always so, it's always something that I could do if my regular job falls There's through. There's always
0: going to be old people. Yes, that's why, that's why I thought of it. And in a circumstance like this, that may be a perfect time to launch something. You yeah. know, you could go to the retirement communities and literally just do an old school flyering. Yep. You know, you don't have to you don't have to rely on this Instacart company or whoever their competitors are. I'm sure they've got a competitor. Yeah, but
1: you, you got Amazon Prime. You got.
0: Yeah, but they're they're all doing deliveries. So I'm talking about if you. Company. I'm talking about local people doing something. Yeah. You don't have to rely on these centralized corporations where you get a cut of the deal. Yeah. If you're doing it for yourself as your own business, you get a hundred percent of the the revenue from that. You don't have to share it with some corporation. And I've done door-to-door stuff for, you know, myself and
2: friends in the past too, so walking up to the place and it's like no problem. This is the service that I'm yeah. offering. No big deal to me.
0: Yeah, knocking the door, they don't answer, leave a flyer. yep And uh hey, you need somebody to deliver groceries to you? Give me a call. Absolutely. 855-450-free. That's 855-450-3733. Life is changing and it's not in a good way, not in a way if you care about freedom. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Moments remain here. Maybe enough time for you if you're already on the lines. If not, and if we, for whatever reason, don't get to you, we've got a Monday show, so you can join us then. Uh, We do this thing seven nights a week. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Any old time you want to. You can also join Richie Rich on his show the anarchist experience anarchistexperience.com what did you guys talk about
2: this weekend um, it was it was a frustrating show for me because it was once again my co-host trying to convince me that the bailout is a good thing and UBI would be a good thing.
0: Dude, uh, I heard some of that discussion from last week because you guys were talking about right. similarly, and I was I was listening to it on LRN.fn I'm like, this guy doesn't sound like an anarchist I at tried, all. I
2: tried to cut him off. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna let you make your statement and then you know, if you want my rebuttal, listen to last week's show. He's like, no, you need to understand this. I'm like, oh, he's been man.
0: spending too much time in behind the flowered curtain. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Because he's still in Hawaii, right? He is still in Hawaii. Yeah.
2: So the the the, the and we we had a an hour long discussion after we stopped the record button because wow
0: went, we, so it's we, real man you so guys it's aren't real just put, it's not a it's, put on it's
2: not a put on and it was it was it, was, it got <sighs> it was frustrating but he he basically his main point is that uh, the reason inflation is not going to be that detrimental to the economy right now is because there's a deflationary debt bubble that you know will will deflate the currency too much mm. so we need to inflate it right oh now like the whole, i'm like come on man that doesn't
1: make any sense whatsoever
2: You're, well listen to the show and then give me some arguments to rebut because he wasn't having any of my rebuttals
0: get on over to anarchist yes sir and you can grab uh, as many archives there as you want subscribe to the podcast as well uh, I just want to share a couple of more points here from the Atlantic. Then we're going to jump back into your phone calls. We were talking about this; uh, these restrictions coming down on restaurants. This story was written like right at the beginning of some of these restrictions being put into place, when only a few states had started with restricting access to only drive-through and dine uh, and uh, takeouts. He points out here that dine uh, that how long this transformation lasts is unclear. Arguably, however. These measures are an acceleration toward the future rather than a break from the past. He says last year, analysts predicted that in 2020, Americans would for the first time spend more money off-premise, meaning on takeaway and delivery, than on dining in restaurants. The coronavirus outbreak will all but guarantee that this prediction will come true. Restaurants in a pandemic, which we disagree that that is the case, but are like beachfront properties in a hurricane. He says their devastation is both a tragedy and an omen of greater havoc to come.
1: Except governors don't usually create hurricanes.
0: Right. Already operating at paper-thin margins, restaurants face the loss of their entire dine-in business, but they will have to still have to make rent. In the same way, hotels, airlines, and the entire face-to-face services sector are looking ahead at several months without customers, yet they will still have to make regular payments on corporate loans. Yep. This is our great economic crisis in a nutshell. Consumers are vanishing, but financial obligations are not. Without a major intervention, the entire global leisure and retail economy and soon perhaps the entire economy period is facing mass layoffs, mass bankruptcy, or both. And what happens then? Are we talking about another major depression? So
2: it, and that's possible. But when it comes to just the restaurants in general like having to make their corporate payments, this is where I think it may behoove the banks to grant some leniency given the circumstance, mm-hmm. right? Because, yes, they're running on paper-thin margins. They can't make their payments, but this will end. So is it in the best interest of the we bank? Hope. Well, at some point, at some point, right, be, we have to get back to some sort of normal. God, I hope
0: you're right.
1: Well, and you might not, if you're somebody who runs on thin margins, you might not have enough. So if you go back to normal next month, or after one month, right? Full, one full month of lockdown, you might not have enough to make up those losses from your future profits.
2: Maybe, and that's why I'm saying the banks. It may behoove the banks to be a little lenient as far as payment is concerned, because the alternative is to you know close down, foreclose, take it back, and then you for whatever time it takes you to sell the the building or the assets, you have no income coming in from any tenant, right? So if you if you just if you if you wait, so who's going to buy it? Who's going to buy it, right? Right. So if you if you if they're just leading and they go like, okay, you missed a month or two or three months payment, that's going to be tacked on at the end of the loan. So no interest will occur, no payments are due at that. Then you just extend the loan out three months, right? The mm. the, the payback period.
1: You're also kind of looking at is like, foreclose everybody or foreclose nobody. So maybe they know if they foreclose everybody. They're going to drive all the property values down, so maybe they foreclose on the people who miss three months and not the people who missed two months. Like This is still going to be a major problem for a lot of people. This could yeah. be
0: the opportunity that a lot of the, the agorists, the people that want to just do business without asking for permission, have yeah. been looking for over the years. It's sure. like, look, if restaurants start closing down, and they will if this keeps going— uh, people are still going to want to eat you know they're still going to want to have other people prepare food for them so maybe people will start will start seeing personal chefs uh, cooking out of their own kitchens and delivering from their own homes, which of yep. course in most places is illegal because they don't have the health code permits or whatever. But the health code guys aren't out doing anything, you know. They're they're in their offices or at home, so it's not like they can go out and do any inspections and crack down on you anyway. Or a basement so bar,
2: or a basement restaurant, speakeasies Just, and yeah, restaurants absolutely. like
0: that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how you know the market ends up supplying the demand that's out there uh, once the the overt marketplace ends up being suffocated by these government regulations. Doug. in Virginia, listening to W N I S in Norfolk. You're on Free Talk Live.
3: Good evening. I wanted to make a point with you guys about uh, this is like the first medically induced recession, and I think it's opening a Pandora's box for future uh, epidemics or pandemics and it's affecting the economy. Uh, normally, I mean, it's just Corona 19, and as 18 versus Corona before this, and none of them more concerned a pandemic, and then the Spanish flu of 1918 didn't cause the economy to go into a tank. So I wondered if your opinion is this is something of the future. In the meantime, something comes worldwide it affects the economies
0: of the world. Well, I wouldn't call it medically induced. I would call it medically excused tyranny. I mean, that's they're yeah, using yeah. The, the medical situation, which is minor at best, uh, as an excuse to en- enact whole hog authoritarian tyranny.
8: So. I believe
4: uh I think I think this is gonna like I say open a door for the government
10: to take
3: like take more liberties away from us, yep by saying anything uh if you have bad cow, you come back, oh my gosh, we're got the cow is going to the tank we have mad cow, no more beef. You know, ruin the uh, beef (laughs) industries,
0: and you won't easily get those liberties back. No, and that's the question: is when when are you know when are Americans going to stand up and demand their freedom and take action towards it? I have no at this point. I'm not not optimistic towards that happening at all, and I don't know where we're going to go from here because the libertarians were too late. And thank you, Doug, for your call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, The libertarians had you know more than a decade to get their butts in gear and do what we did and come together and move to the same place where we could have made a stand, you know, against this. But they didn't. And so now the question is, are they going to actually, you know, be motivated by this? Because yeah. it was very, very hard. I mean, you moved from Hawaii, yes. Richie. So, I mean, th- there's almost nobody else out there on the planet who can say they've gone as far uh, towards this movement as uh, physically as as you have. 've came I've come from Florida you 've come from Louisiana uh Melanie and we could have used thousands and thousands more. We only got like two or two or three thousand people to uh, to move here, and God knows how many of them have actually left so uh unfortunately, you know we've had a nice effect here in in New Hampshire, I think yeah. politically, considering our size, but it wasn't good enough to put a stop to this and it's not good enough to do much of anything about it right now we're going to have a protest that's going to happen at the state house on April first. Uh, that, that our co-host Nobody is, is helping put together, and he's running for governor here in New Hampshire this year against the current incumbent who's, who's been part of this crackdown, who was yep. one of the first uh, status governors to crack down on people. But, I, I mean, look, if libertarians aren't willing to make the move, if libertarians aren't willing to pick up their lives to be in a better place with other people, to increase our numbers and increase our influence and our strength, how can there be any hope of any kind of change towards more freedom? I don't I it's I'm getting a little on the pessimistic side about this and I don't like that Mariana's looking more appealing I'm telling you uh <laughs> but they're not good they're not free I know there that's either. the
1: conclusion but... they're not
0: free there either although a smaller amount of movers would have a disproportionately larger effect we go back to your calls here Evans in Virginia listening to WNIS you're on free talk live go ahead hello hey you're on the air
10: yes uh I'm calling because I agree with you guys about the coronavirus. Yes, sir. When since when did the liberals ever care about the elderly? About Say what again? About the elderly. They don't care about the elderly. Elderly. Even now, oh, elderly. That's what they want to
1: knock
0: off. Well, all the politicians um, you know, they pander to the elderly because the elderly vote. Yep. And yeah, they're a
1: they're pretty big voting block.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they all want to pretend so, I mean, like they care. So,
10: I mean, like, you know, the liberals, they don't care about the elderly. They have a plan that only a certain amount of people are going to be living, and they're going to be ruling over them. They're well, are dictators. Yeah, and, uh, I
7: mean, if we're so are the concerned about
10: this coronavirus, why is they a uh, move bring all these people up and down on each side of the coast? See,
0: I don't know, Evans, and I wish we had more time to talk to you about this. I mean, it sounds like you've, you've been convinced that liberals are bad, but what about the conservatives that also use uh, elderly people for their political gains? I elderly mean, and children. They're all just as bad as one another. Well, thanks for the call tonight. Um, if you didn't get on tonight, you can call us tomorrow. Online in the meantime, you can join us over at freetalklive.com.